0: On today's It's Just Money, we have college football picks, lines, and predictions. We also talk about the AP Top 25 and the college football playoff rankings coming out soon. We're super excited for that. We also touch on the NFL and NHL, and it is a great action-packed slash pick-packed episode, and we're glad you're here. But before we do that, we need to talk to you about the Vigit app. Vigit is the number one social media sports betting app. You have to download today and check it out for yourself. You'll never have to wager your real money. However, you can make picks to gain coins and win great prizes such as Amazon gift cards, t-shirts, and TVs. Download it today and use the passcode WIN393 to get into our betting league. We love Vigit. We love you. Now, let's go. Is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to
1: judge me on my losers because I have so few.
2: What's up, bitches? Tell them to bring me my money.
0: Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast presented by Vigit. Another week, another episode. This is episode 40. Today is Friday, October 29th, and we're happy to be back. We're not coming off a great week. However, the boys are here and they are breathing. I think Schaefer a little bit less than JP, so let's talk to Schaefer. Um, he looks like he's hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Um, Schaefer, how are we doing?
3: I am fantastic because yes my bets aren't going well for me right now but both my teams absolutely dominated in primetime last week so if that's what i have to pay for
0: dominated to,
3: dominated what dominated Remember the show the colts? we won the game of the week on saturday everybody <laughs> had all eyes on us we won that game oh and fuck sunday night football colts got it done in the most colts fashion game of all time uh, but yeah, if that's the price I got to pay for losing bets, I hope I don't win another bet the rest of the year. So it wow. is what it is. I, I got nothing. For, I got nothing as far as bets are concerned. I, so I you're I,
0: willing to pay for Iowa state to win
3: and the Colts. I'm willing to pay for both.
0: It's only a package deal. Gotta be a package deal. It's the October
3: if only, if special. If only, if it's only October one, bundle, if only one of those fuckers are winning <laughs> a week and the other one pisses me off and then on top of that, I'm losing bets. Then I'm
0: going to get upset. So you wouldn't say you value one more than the other. Like you wouldn't say you value an Iowa State win. More oh that.
3: no, that's false. I would say Iowa State a little more than the Colts, but just Okay, kind of good depends. answer. Depend well, it depends. If Iowa State say they were terrible this year and the Colts were a playoff team, I would value the Colts or vice versa. But Oh, so you're a fair both- weather fan. What do you mean? <laughs> you just say the team's better, not- you
0: care about more.
3: Yeah, because the one the, that team has a better shot to do something good in the postseason. That's, okay, that's I just wanted shot. to
0: fire you up a little bit, Schaefer. Get a little emotion out of
1: you. Let's talk to the other side. It's JP. How are we? I'm actually good, and you can hear it in my voice. I'm happy. I'm like Schaefer's monotone ass. <laughs> I, th- I, think he,
3: I think he's happy because he didn't have to watch that offense last Saturday.
1: Hey, that's fine. That offense still put up about 30 on you. 30. So.
3: 30. No, it fucking didn't. It <laughs> barely put up 10. <laughs> God.
1: Imagine losing to an offense that can only put up 10. Couldn't be me. All right. Well, I would say I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Bye weeks for uh, the Hawks. And so I didn't have a stressful weekend. And I kind of just – I got to sit back kind of in my living room with all my TVs on and watch football all by my lonesome. So that was great. You
0: know, no distractions, and I could be locked into everything. It was great. That's good. Um, How did our weekends go betting-wise – um, I, I'm good by the way. Thanks for asking you guys. I'm great, Ask yourself, man. Um, I'm great. Positive mood. It's Friday. So couldn't be that bad. However, I didn't have the greatest betting week and neither did we, we went five and seven with a 42% win rate and we lost 20% on our bet investments. So not the best week, but how did you guys feel personally? Let's start with JP and then go to the bad side. I went three and two, uh, up half a unit. Um, I honestly thought
1: I was gonna go four and one. I really did. I felt really good. I thought I was gonna go four and one, and then NC State did what they did. And fraud oh football team, god, Fucking that's fraud so football bad. team. Fuck that. It's them. just a bad loss. You can't lose that game.
3: Yeah, we you talked can't about lose it.
1: That game. Fuck them. it. It was, I don't even know how they lost it. Like, they just, like – it was the most, it was the strangest way to lose a game. It felt like it just, like. So many drives within the 30-yard line couldn't score, and then they couldn't do uh, get a stop when they needed it, but they would continuously, continuously get Miami to third down. It was just whatever. I mean, three and two is not bad. You never complain when you're up units. So I would say
0: average, a little above average. Yeah, no, that's a good week. It's winning. It's up money. It's not, as long as you're not losing, it's good. Let's go to the other side, which is that losing side, and that's Jake. How did Jake's <laughs> weekend go? Get called out.
3: I feel like you need to restart that introduction. I feel <laughs> okay. like that was uh, – He had
0: a down week, but he's fucking back. But let's talk about the down week really quick. How are we, Shafe?
3: Oh, man, I just – some tough losses. Well, first of all, Kansas State minus one, and to win by one, just, just – I pushed there, so I knew we that a bad happened.
0: line. I started – You had to get – Thursday was the move.
3: Yeah, I mean, just just a terrible, terrible start to my day. It felt like a loss in itself. I know it's a push, but then on top of that, I, I had Oklahoma down 10 to nothing at halftime. So noon, I mean, just the day started off fucking brutal. It just set the tone for the rest of my day, betting wise. Uh, Wyoming, I mean, just you're done. You're done for the rest of the year. You, mm-hmm. you, you're you, you just done. <laughs> I don't know what to mm-hmm. tell you. Three points against New Mexico, you're fucking done. Uh, and then NC State, you're a fraud football team. You don't lose games like that, and that's why you're new to this, so – that's a bad, bad loss for high expectations that they had going into November, and then Ohio State steamrolled. That was my only win, but at that point, it didn't even fucking matter. So,
0: yeah, I had the most average weekend of all time. Um, Iowa State in the first half, they blew it, giving up a late deep touchdown pass. Um, I thought they were going to score with like two minutes while they were driving, Shafe.
3: Yeah, Sean Shaw can't. You can't drop a ball on second yeah. and three when no one's guarding you.
0: Yeah, we had our chance. Um, I had Kansas State plus one that I got on Friday morning, um, and that was easy money. (laughs) I feel bad that Schaefer had the other side, but um, he did also have Oklahoma minus 39, which might have been the biggest lock of the week in Kansas plus 39. (laughs) Um, I had Cincinnati minus 28, though, and they almost lost to Navy. That was a close-ass game. Um, A good one to watch, but then we all hit on Pittsburgh, so that was easy money and then Ohio State is fucking steamrolling teams. I just like Jake said, they are murdering football teams, dude. That game was over from the first, yeah, first snap. It was bad. Um, yeah, okay.
3: that's in our fraud football team Indiana. You're so fucking awful. Like you were, you're fucking <laughs> Give them a break. They lost their <laughs> oh, quarterback. Oh, the they had a cute drive. little story last year in the 2020, well no one was fucking there to see it. You guys They are lost awful. a quarterback the first drive. They're on the third string quarterback that whole game. <sighs> it, but, yeah, because Pennix was looking awesome in those first fucking four games of the season.
1: They were on their backup already, and then they had – come on. I mean, they're on the third-string quarterback.
0: What do you want them to do? Give them a break, shit. Come on. Give them a break. What would you want them to do, man?
3: Yeah, well. The, hell,
0: the head tilt. Um, okay, let's jump to um, team recaps. Obviously, Shafer is going to be the only one going. Nebraska coming off a of bye week. How did Iowa State look, and what were your takeaways from the game?
3: Uh, they should have won by more personally, but a win is a win versus a good defensive team that Oklahoma State is. Um, just keeps our keeps our aspirations alive for going into November, and yeah, I mean, I like I said, I expected us to win, so I I wasn't really surprised. It was just it was just nice to see because you know it's football, it's college football, anything can go wrong, so.
0: That's correct. Um, okay, let's go to next week. Uh, JP, I'll let you lead it off. Iowa at Wisconsin. Um, how are you feeling? And the line is not in their favor. Wisconsin's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. So.
1: Yeah, I can't say I'm surprised about the line um, with a team coming off a bye and another one finally scoring points for once this century, uh, beating up on a bad team. But honestly, like, there is things to be nervous about, obviously, because you understand what Wisconsin's defense has been able to do. Um, right, can, I I, mean,
3: can I say something? What? Did you, ahead, Perd- did you just call Purdue a bad team?
1: They were a bad team when they beat us. What do you mean? Uh, okay. I was just, just making sure. Just making sure. If, I, if anything, if I'm calling them a bad team, then I'm insulting my team. That's but what I'm I saying. Am. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's it was a bad loss. It's a bad team. You can't lose to bad teams, and we did. <laughs> Sorry story. And basically when Wisconsin's rush defense is really good um, and we run the ball and that's just going to be, you know, head on head going at each other with the ability to actually run the football and move the offensive line and create holes and space for Goodson and things outside the tackle box and inside even is just the key to this game lies with tackle to tackle as it does every year. And I, that's why I'm nervous is because I don't know if we can even do that. And if we can't do that, then we can't play action off of it and we can't scheme this way. And the way we've been scheming, I understand this has a lot to do with because we can't block it or anything like that. But I don't know. You got to be creative if you're the play caller. That's, so we'll see what happens. I am nervous. I'm not worried about Mertz. He's going to be terrible. All, our defense will be great. I'm not worried about that at all. I'm worried about us scoring more than four points.
3: I was going to say the team, the first team
0: to 14 wins. That's wow. fine. I'll take that. Over under 35 and a half on that one, by the way. Um, okay, Schaefer.
3: What? You already asked about my team.
0: Yeah, you're No, dipshit. You got
1: a re- preview.
3: Oh, I got a preview. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, At least yeah. That one,
0: one of us is awake tonight.
3: Sorry, I was saving lives. I, I recently received the. Second COVID vaccine. Um, you don't look like so you just you're, you're look like your memory's fogged up, bud. You're welcome. Anyways, so yeah, uh, we got West in Virginia the last in the group to do it. Shave West Virginia this weekend. Um, Jordan, you're still talking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go to Morgantown. Obviously, that's not a t- tough play or not an easy place to play. Uh, I know me and you, Parks, have had arguments about it, but people in the Big Twelve, have, even especially this week, have come out and said especially Iowa State players, have said that it's the toughest place to play in the Big 12. Um, People just care more about there because there's really nothing going on there. But team-wise, we're not really playing a team that's very good. They had a good win last week against TCU, but TCU's they're bad. And I personally think that West Virginia has the worst quarterback in the Big 12, and we'll just see if they can run the ball. If they they can run the ball against us, then they got a chance. Um, but if they can't, I don't see Iowa State not winning the football game. So
0: Fair. Um, okay, for Nebraska, we're finally coming back. It's been nice to have a bye week. We played eight straight weeks, um, including week zero. So, that that was tough. So, it'll be nice to see how this team reacts coming off of a little bit of rest. I really don't know what to expect, especially after Purdue gets dumped by Wisconsin last week. Um, so, it just, it just depends. If we're going to match Cam Taylor-Britt, on uh, David Bell, but that matchup will play big in the entire game. And then Nebraska has to move the ball consistently. They haven't been doing that, so if they can do that, then I think it'll be handled. I was shocked by the line, though. I will say that, and I think the line had a lot to do with last week. I think if it's that week doesn't exist and they're coming off the Iowa win, I think Purdue is probably a seven and a half point favorite. So um, it's definitely different, and I'm excited for it. But the week off was nice. All right, let's jump to what's popping. What's popping? What is popping in our world of sports? Um, We've had pretty similar ones over this entire segment, so let's try and spice up something different. Let's go with Shaper to lead us off.
3: Okay, you guys might have to correct me on this, but I believe what's popping is the college football playoff rankings are back. I believe that's next week. So uh, we're going to finally start to see the true rankings. Nobody gives a flying fuck about the ap poll we have
1: to talk about how bad
0: the ap poll is we're gonna talk about it okay
3: so <laughs> okay. so i mean make sure we can finally stop basing how good a team is off those rankings and finally get some real ones going and playoff season's coming so that's that's what's popping i
0: okay. love it okay
1: over to jp coach firings we're getting into firing yeah. season and i don't know i don't understand the texas tech firing as much i mean it does I not do, make but sense i to don't me. um it's interesting to see like we've think how many firing big firings have we seen about four Washington state, USC, LSU, um, Texas tech.
3: Yeah. I mean, the like, they're all
1: like completely Washington, different reasons.
3: Washington state. That's I don't know if, if that has anything to do with coaching, but no, but that's, that's what I'm saying. There's four <laughs> different reasons, four yeah. different
1: reasons, like completely different reasons as to why. John the
3: yeah. Let's, let's go. Well, they never said so. So, uh, Ogeron had problems with girlfriends, apparently.
1: And winning football games.
3: Yeah. And then, yeah, the girlfriends thing made it way worse. And I don't know why Texas Tech fired Matt Wells. they stuck I, in
1: the Graham Herald days. They think they going to be that. It does
3: not make sense to me. Like, what – Kingsbury had a hard time winning games with fucking Patrick Mahomes. What, Matt Wells wasn't a bad coach. I don't know where they think they're going. I don't know who I they're going to go after. maybe –
1: uh, maybe they just want to start something now before the realignment begins, or maybe I, I th- maybe they think they're kicking out of their shoes. Like, maybe they think they can be, you know, a higher-class
3: football team than they are. Th- that's I'll what I'm saying. They think they are, which is mind-boggling to me, because Texas Tech, besides, yeah, like 08, they are historically terrible. Historically convince me, terrible.
1: Convince me that, let's say, three years into the realignment, Houston, BYU, all of them are already there, Convince me that... Texas Tech is a better job than Houston. And
3: prob- I mean probably I mean probably yeah I wouldn't see wh- I wouldn't see why not like they just kind of remind me
1: They no. think Houston be the better job. No that's
3: what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, and and like they kind of remind me of Iowa State. It took us like 6 or 7 years to fire Paul Rhodes like and that was him being Yeah but you were so horrible. proud of him. <laughs> hey 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 oh, hey God. don't bring Paul into this. But I'm just saying like I would have paid Texas to keep Tech- him there. To get, it, get rid of them after – well, I think it was his third year this year was. Yeah, this is his third year. doesn't – does not make sense. They And they were off to a good start, and they just – Shuck got hurt, and just the defense couldn't keep up. So it's not like they were dog shit. No. Nah. They just, they're just not very good. That's
1: weird. I, I don't agree with the firing, but that's my what's popping. I think coaching firings are going to start,
0: you know, coming in more and more. Okay. My what's popping is football-related <laughs> – I think the Manning telecast for Monday Night Football is po- possibly one of the better things ESPN has ever done for the NFL. I
3: don't
1: know. I and I don't, I don't like know. lock into it. I don't know. It's if that's fucking hilarious.
0: It. it is fucking hilarious. Marshawn Lynch dropping f bombs on my TV on Monday night. That is what I want because <laughs> they have had a lot of dog shit games on Monday night, and that one that Seahawks game on Monday was not an exception to that. They, but it was so much more entertaining with the people that they had on.
3: Yeah, and I'm pissed that they – so, like, like the Saints were on. So, they had Drew Brees. What doesn't make sense to me is how when the Colts were on Monday night against the Ravens <laughs> two or three weeks ago, how does Peyton – how did they not get that game? That was one of the weeks they wanted to take off. Like, they just because Eli's going to be doing the Giants game next – this week with the Chiefs. I just does not make sense to me how they had them take the week off when the Colts were playing. But –
1: I don't know, man. Bear. Maybe somebody needs you know a day off. You don't have to be on them all the time, Shafe. Yeah, maybe he got a little. second feel COVID like, vaccine and he's using it as an excuse.
3: I feel like Peyton, I Feel like Peyton would uh, he would have loved to uh, to announce the Colts game, but that's just me. By the way,
0: did you guys see Drew Brees just totally forget about his daughter? No. no, that was a real thing. Um, so it was later in the game, and Drew Brees came on, and they were talking about. Um, how his son stayed up to say hi to the Manning brothers mm. and he brings his sons on and they're like waving to him. He's like, they stayed up for bed from this. Um, they really wanted to say hi to you guys. And you can just see the tip of his daughter's head in the screen, <laughs> like a corner cut of it <laughs> and She comes in and she like waves hi. They don't even address her. And he like boot, scooches her out, like completely just shit on his own daughter. <laughs> just do not say hi to the Manning brothers. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. It's man time. But that that was a real thing. But Manning, telecast on espn that's what's popping i think it's great All right. you guys going
1: back to your marshawn lynch when he came on have you guys seen that when Marshawn when he comes on with bear grills when he does the bear grills thing no Ooh. oh my god look it up it's one of the funniest <laughs> things
0: we have ever done like dude, so dude, marshawn Lynch's. funniest thing ever he goes out walking comedy and tries to survive with bear grills <laughs> it's so good. i love that i gotta look that up okay okay let's jump to the ap poll talk before we get into college football picks um let's try and be brief with it however they do deserve an ass ripping this is a bad week and i'll let jp start it off
1: yeah i i understand why i mean i guess i understand the ap poll and what they're trying to accomplish what i don't understand is some of the fucking people that get a vote on this thing
3: because How do you get a vote like do you have to be a
0: world they're all writers from newspapers and yeah. like columnists yeah but that's what pretty much it th-
1: I don't know. Like, just looking at what they put on there, there's just so many. i got to find exactly um, the graphic I'm looking for. Here it is.
3: The one where people all You have –
1: they all unanimously have Georgia number one. All right, cool, fine, whatever. Some clown still has – there's more than one clown that has Oklahoma number two. Clown, right? There's some clown that has Michigan number two. Others that have them number three. Clown. What are we doing? Are we not watching the football games? And then clowns are back. You kind of keep going. And <laughs> yeah, clowns are oh, popping. Oh, look. Week 9, AP poll. Iowa State, 22. Oklahoma State, from ranging from 16 to 13. What are we doing? Are we not watching games on Saturdays? Are we going to bed at 2.30 in the afternoon? Like, It just doesn't make any sense to me how these people get to vote on college football. There are people still ranking Clemson.
0: Tell me why. I don't know. It's a great question. Maybe we should DM them. There okay. are people ranking uh, Coastal Carolina in the top 10 still. Just, why are the they ranked?
3: Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: If we're being honest, why are they ranked? Like, I don't know. I really why don't. Are they <laughs> it's just, That's a team it's where it's you have count. to be oh my! I didn't even see that. This clown, shocker, he's from Texas. He's not going to give anybody any credit outside of Texas. Oh, but Coastal Carolina, your number eight team in the country. By the way, they lost on Wednesday night last week to another Sunbelt team. You're a clown. All right, let's go to another thing. You're a
3: clown. Find a new word, George. You're a clown. No.
1: clown. Clown. Clown, clown. (laughs) You just look around, and some of it is just mind-boggling. These guys get paid to do what I want to do for a living – and do it worse than I'm doing it for
3: free. JP, let JP do the top 25. Dude, I,
1: w- I will <laughs> put one out, and I guarantee people are going to disagree with it. That's how it works. But people would just, be this... I feel
3: like people would be ruthless to you. But that's fine. There's just so <laughs> many clowns
1: in this fucking thing.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of bad takes on it. Um, however, I don't think the overall AP top 25 is the worst thing ever. It's not great. I don't – I was kind of surprised. Were you guys surprised that Oklahoma stayed in the top four and they didn't replace them?
3: Um, yeah. Or do you No, that, I, I really
0: thought they were going to drop to five. I would have dropped them, but
1: I never had them in the top four if we go back okay, to first well, playoff rankings.
3: If you're going to drop Oklahoma, why wouldn't you drop Cincinnati then? Because fucking Navy's bad too.
1: Because Oklahoma's been not very impressive the whole year. Outside of
0: one game. Right, that's what I was going to say. Mm. It was literally one game let down. Oklahoma State has done it multiple times. Um, they didn't drop Oklahoma after Nebraska, so I'd be like that's almost <laughs> similar as Navy. Like these – this is where brand names piss
1: me off in college football because you have teams on the back end that are playing way better football than some of these up in the top ten, and just nobody's saying anything about it. It's
0: – I mean – It's a like, travesty. Yeah. It's, it's a standard. national problem. I am um, in a little confused on why BYU is still in the top 25. I feel like that's a team that could easily be lost. Um, it's that a two-loss team. Does that qualify as a brand name? I'd say it's pretty damn close. Yeah, it's about as close as you can get in a non-Power 5. Mm-hmm. But still, I don't think they should be in. But there's a lot of issues lying there. Schaefer, what do you think about the top 25? Do you think they got it wrong? I mean, yeah, obviously
3: there's, there's some spots where I don't think that – is totally correct. And I'm a little biased to say that I like, think Iowa state is better than fucking San Diego state or SMU, but I don't know. It is what it is. They just usually when you're, when you're winning a lot of games and you don't have a whole lot of losses to your resume, you're just automatically going to get assumed that you're going to be in the top 15 or whatever. Cause there are a lot of top 15 teams too, that I'm like, that I'm just not very impressed with. And I think, but that again—that's been kind of the moral, of the story of this college football year. Yeah, we can shit on the AP poll and the people who make it, but like—I oh, do. Don't worry. Oh, we know, Jordan. But like, <laughs> who, what? It's so week to week, and college football this year has just been bonkers. And teams are losing the games that they shouldn't. And now, then we automatically assume they're a bad team. For instance, Penn State. It's just—I don't know. It's shit like that. Where, yeah, the some of their lists are kind of – they're kind of be where they are. They're kind of fucked, but at the same time, it's like that's it's, it's a tough year to make a top twenty-five list.
0: That's that's a fair opinion because this is debatably one of the top years in college football where anybody can beat everybody. Um, obviously, Georgia being apart from there, I think another asshole that is, deserves to be mentioned in there is having Minnesota on uh, on a list on twenty-five. <laughs> Fuck that guy! <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? um okay who's, he, let's who's jump a
1: team again. affiliate can you see um, who, it, he,
0: who he writes yes yeah. it is georgia what the guy's you know? just like i'll ah, just throw them all They don't matter outside <laughs> the top four it's number one and then yeah. who gives a shit yeah um okay <laughs> well, let's jump to college football picks hey
1: i have let's do a couple of discussion points because i don't have like a oh, you have your you have your
0: i don't have the questions?
1: question no i don't have a question i just have a couple of points uh or uh, topics, I guess maybe it's better. It's not a point. I would say something during broadcast, and there's multiple things that kind of pisses me off or annoys me. Is Ooh, when I love broadcast. Somebody breaks down a game or breaks down a player, and he goes, "This kid loves the game." You don't think he? Obviously, he's playing <laughs> college football at a Division One level. I think he loves the game. Thanks for the breakdown, Sally. It just, I think that's some of the dumbest shit ever. Like this kid. Just
0: a grinder. Loves the game of football. Did you guys see my Twitter thread with Beth Moens? I saw yeah, that, I yeah. saw so <laughs> It was fucking electric. My girl, Beth. I was really uh-huh. hoping we'd get her, but she got some bullshit Minnesota game.
1: Uh-huh. she have Minnesota-Maryland? Is that yeah. what she had? Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's Beth Mowens right there. <laughs> yeah, Beth create. Mowens. Yeah. I never thought she
0: would respond, but uh, I love it.
1: A cool tradition that I wasn't fully aware of, Is cigars teams that team that wins Alabama Tennessee, they get out cigars and so like the whole stadium was lighting up cigars in the middle of Brian Denny. You guys see that?
3: Oh, that's just for the the Alabama versus Tennessee. Yeah,
1: it's like a tradition. Whoever wins that game, so Tennessee hasn't lit up in a long time. I was was saying, Alabama won. How sick would that be? Like they were up so much, they started lighting them like early in the fourth quarter. (laughs) <laughs> and just started lighting up cigars.
3: Wasn't in the 4th Wouldn't is this? Wasn't it a seven-point game going in the fourth quarter?
1: Okay, well, it was some. It was early in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Some point,
3: just, just going you know, into I'm the just fourth
1: quarter, Either way, they got up and they were winning by a ton at one point. Before the game ended, they knew that's it. A that's a sick tradition. That's my point. I
3: think I, that's. I awesome didn't know that either. Lighting I mean, up a stogie would be pretty
0: fucking in sick, the stadium. Really, that's gotta, gotta be illegal. illegal.
3: If, we're, if we're doing topics, then. Um, All right, let's make a new topic. Let's go, everybody. We're just
0: not pulling them out of our ass.
3: Yeah, I got them pointed out here, Shafe. No, this is good, though. This is relevant. (laughs) You can't even think of it. No, I – Jesus Christ, can you let me get it out? No, because you (laughs) said – I was going to say everybody gets to create their own overtime rules, all three of us, and we might uh, see who has the best one.
1: You you sound enthusiastic about it, so you convinced (laughs) me.
3: (laughs) I was enthusiastic about it before you go and make another jackass comment. I I forgot we're doing this again this week. No, just I'm said. just going to be uh, well, let's just – We'll write them down. We'll bring them next week. No, no, it's fine. I actually have a good well, idea. You don't I'm even look happy to have the idea. Myself. No, I'm just not happy to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Keep All right. going on. Also,
0: you might not be happy to have
3: you.
1: I don't understand how a muffed punt that gets muffed on the 15 yard line and then kicked back into the end zone by a guy who muffed it is a touchback. That's his fault. Well he should horrible. have caught it. It wasn't under his own power. He fumbled the ball and had to chase it down. Like stupid
0: rule horrible. should never be ever. Those, never refs, ever be a... those
3: refs, needed to. Take. Wait, I, I
0: I do want to answer Schaefer's question though. His point that, that's a good question. I like that. Schaefer, what would you do?
3: So I think I I told this to JP the other day. So I would do what they do for the first two. You can kick a field goal in the first overtime or kick the extra point. The second overtime you have to go for two. But once we get into the third overtime, the ball starts on the 10 and you only get three plays. You don't get four. You get three downs to try to score and you can't kick a field goal. So you have to score in three downs from the 10-yard line, no first down.
0: And then if nobody scores, it goes to the next overtime, same yep, thing? Yep, just
3: keep, just keep going.
0: Yep. I actually think college football does it right. And I, I, I'm I a big fan of the two-point conversion rule. So I don't know if I'd change it. I thought You're it was probably, fun. That, that was, awful. It was awful. That was literally the worst. That was electric. In my I, life. But there was one thing I would change. I would not make them change sides of the field. I think after they both That's failed and they'd horrible. have to walk back – that's the, the dumbest fucking the thing Just I've ever seen. They get, they get to
3: choose which side they give one to fucking play one play on. It's the dumbest rule of all time. I will be so upset, and I know, me along with millions of other people, if the play if a playoff game comes down to that, oh, my God. Rest in peace to the NCAA because they might be fucking killed the next day.
0: They're already on the way I, out. I, I think that's fun. I think the two-point conversion is fun, but – The changing sides of the field just takes too long. That's why it lasted so long, honestly, when they have to walk to the other side of the field.
3: But imagine being put in your own shoes where, like, say, Nebraska or Iowa State is playing – we're playing Kansas, and we're playing like dog shit, and we we know we can finally just get them in overtime because we're the better football team. But it's going to come down to one fucking two-point conversion to decide who's the better team or who's going to win the football
0: game. Nebraska hasn't won an overtime game. In the last five that's, years, but so, you
3: know what I'm saying. Just put yourself a in those shoes odds. where you lose, where you lose yourself to, or you lose to some fucking horrible team on it's a two-point conversion. I don't have
0: to put myself into those shoes. I am in those fucking shoes. I'm <laughs> what, in them. We the lose best? to bad teams all the time for bullshit. I, that's not what I, what I was saying. No, I'm getting what you're saying. If you lose a game in that fashion that you competed and you played well the whole game and then you lose that way, I'd be pissed. I get that, but it is fun. It's something different. I don't think they need to change it at all, personally. Um, I think it's way better than the NFL. They do it way smarter. I like the 25-yard line, but the 10-yard – what would you do, JP? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really settled on anything. I've had
1: ideas. I'd have to develop it because I have different ideas in my head.
3: I just don't don't understand how they're trying – they're trying to prevent the seven-overtime game from a couple years ago. But they decide if, if they want to do this two point conversion thing, fine. But after the f- second overtime, we're doing it. Why can't we do it like for five or something? That's just, it's just the dumbest fucking thing. There, you only get two regular overtimes, and then we're doing this one regular overtime, one where you have to go for yeah, two. Yeah, what, exactly. Whatever. Same thing.
0: Okay. Let's jump to college football picks. Good discussion points, good talking points. Now let's go into the most important part of the week, and that is the picks. Who wants to lead us off? I'll let you guys choose the order this time. Jeff, you want to go first or you want to quit?
3: I mean, I don't I I don't I can't believe I get even I get to give you guys a pick. okay. Then stop talking. I'll go first. All right. Couldn't
1: make a decision, I'll do it. All right. Leading off this day, I'm gonna take Cincinnati minus 24. Now I know this number is up around 26. But I got it on Sunday at 24, so I'm going to say 24. Listen, here's the deal. Cincinnati, understand that they were playing a close game with Navy last week. You're trying to talk, but you're muted, Schaefer. Nice try, though. You're still muted. Why are you mouthing things without talking? I think you're being an idiot. All right. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Cincinnati had their letdown spot against Navy. I thought that was a spot where they could be let down simply because what Navy does on offense, and they've been battling teams the whole year. Tulane... Has not been doing that outside of Oklahoma week one. And Tulane is 2-5 and ATS. They score a lot of – or they have the ability to score a lot of points, but they give up a shit ton. They rank 128th on total defense, giving up almost 500 yards a game, 128th on the pass, 107th running. They give up 43 points a game. Bad, all right? Clemson – or not Clemson, Cincinnati, not Clemson. Trust me, Clemson can't score. Cincinnati – and Desmond Ritter is going to be able to score, 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 control the ball. They had their scare last week. They understand what they got to do. They'll do it. They'll play great defense. They'll win
3: by a lot.
0: I like that play. Jump into another one. I like Illinois' money line. It's even. It's a pick right now. I got Illinois plus 100 to beat Rutgers at home. Simply, this is another confidence-based pick. Illinois obviously coming off a big overtime win at Penn State and Rutgers is on the complete opposite side of things where they've lost three straight, two blowouts, and then they only put up seven points against a really, really bad Northwestern team. So I like Illinois to win the game at home this weekend. Shafe. Schaefer.
3: Since uh, I also, also, by the way, I muted myself so I could get some frustration uh, <laughs> without being censored on this podcast. I just needed to get it out. Anyways, oh my goodness um I want to piggyback on JP because he saw, talked about it I have Cincinnati as well however I am also taking the over in that game like Jason, I have Cincinnati
0: 26 and a half I should have said that my, me too
3: I I, yeah, me too. I have 25 and a half and then over at 62 or 61 I'm not really sure I'd have to go back and look either way uh, I feel like Cincinnati's gonna put up 45 to 50 points. And I know it's kind of contradictory to my Cincinnati pick, but I do think Tulane can score points, and I do think that they will be able to get at least probably 20 points or so against this team. Hopefully I would feel really comfortable about both picks if Cincinnati can get into the 50s for their own sake, Um, and then maybe Tulane can give me a touchdown or two. But that's another – I have the over and the spread in that game.
0: Okay, back to J.P.
1: All right, I will go with a pick situation. This is actually a really good game flying under the radar just with other games going around this weekend. SMU versus Houston. This is a battle for the American Athletic Conference and probably the right to play Cincinnati for the whole thing. Listen, you got a 6-1 Houston team playing host to a 7-0 SMU. I think this game is it's in my wheelhouse for a couple reasons, and here's what I think. SMU doesn't play the best of defense, and they rank 83rd. They give up a lot through the air, but Houston's offense doesn't blow you away either. Houston's been in some battles with some teams, and Houston leans on their defense. They played really well. They've been playing really well, but you have one of the best quarterbacks in the country and Tanner Mordecai on the other side in SMU. I think just with one point, you're getting, I think, plus one or pick them or minus one, depending on when you grab this line. I like SMU. I understand completely that leaning with a defense at home can be a big plus. But I like the road team here. I like SMU minus one. I don't want to talk myself off this. I really think it's a good spot. I just think I trust one team to score points against a good defense rather than the other side to score points that hasn't been doing it all year. So um, it's going to be a tough one. That'll be a grind-em-out game to try to win. But I think it'll be really fun to watch. So get that on your radar. That's 7 o'clock Eastern on Saturday.
0: Okay, good pick. Jumping to another one. I am going against the ATS spread covering method. I am going to take Nevada minus 20 at home against UNLV. UNLV is a very good team at covering the spread. We touched on it right before we started recording. However, I think Nevada is coming off a tough loss against Fresno State, so it's a little bit of a bounce-back game for them. Nevada puts up a shit ton of points, and UNLV gives up a load of them themselves. The only place you can get nervous here is maybe a backdoor cover if Nevada puts in backups. I don't think you'll run into that situation. Um, So I like Nevada to cover 20 at home against a very, very bad second-leading team in a lost streak um, uh, in the country. So I like Nevada to cover the game. Schaefer.
3: I'm going to go uh, with a team that luckily I wasn't on the wrong side of, even though I gave that pick on the podcast a couple weeks ago, I backed out and did not take them. I'm going to go with the Liberty flames minus 36 and a half against UMass, UMass on the road this season. Let me give you some scores at Pitt. They lost 51 to seven at Florida state. They lost 59 to three and at coastal Carolina, they lost 53 to three. They've given up 50 points in all three of those losses and they did not score uh, more than seven points in all three of those losses. Liberty, nobody's been talking about it, but they have really been one of the more disappointing teams this season. They kind of, they're there with the Indianas, the Miamis, the North Carolinas, they had high expectations. They didn't have a very tough schedule and they've just found ways to lose to Syracuse and ULM. But I think that they're going to get it back this week and UMass is, horrible they actually went with two quarterbacks last week I don't know if that was because of an injury or whatnot I didn't look too much into it however the two quarterback system uh, was really really efficient and they were 19 to 36 for 300 yards and four touchdowns so I think that Liberty finally gets it back and beats a really really bad UMass team on the road
1: love it okay up to JP all righty by the way yeah Malik Willis did get hurt about a week or two ago kind of an issue there so that's why kind of they were doing that um fresno state san diego state another game throw it on your radar this is going to be a great football game late night you'll get this one all by itself um fresno state travels to san diego state who is seven and zero and currently ranked 23rd i believe in the ap poll fresno state gets jack Hayner back they're going to keep playing good football i know they've had some disappointing spots they went to hawaii and lost a football game um and other things that I mean, losing to Hawaii, not a very good loss. But the other loss is to Oregon, if you remember how well they battled. Those guys, looking at what, like, kind of the breakdowns of this game, it was an interesting kind of food for thought because I'd have San Diego State to win our uh, preseason pool thing that we picked the conference champions in, worth four points. Looks pretty good, but I think I'm going to go the other way on this one. Fresno State minus the one. I think it's minus one. It might be plus one. I can't remember. Anytime it's at one. Sorry, my dog is being a baby. (laughs) His mom mom left it at work, and I'm doing this, so he's being a little baby. Um, Fresno State can score points. They rank very high on their pass offense. You need to understand that San Diego State also has a good defense, but their pass defense isn't their strength. It's the rush defense. But I think Fresno State will be just fine um, to stay balanced and have Hayner. Very good. Here's where the kicker is, is that Fresno State can play defense too – Problem is, San Diego State doesn't score very many points. They rank 111th in total offense with 330 yards a game. Pass offense, less than 130 per game. Fresno State can play defense. That's where I think the difference is right here. And it's weird to me because as I notice what I'm looking at, the SMU-Houston game or the um, Fresno State-San Diego State, it's kind of the same situation, but I'm one side on the other, and I'm taking the team with defense on the other side. Does that make mm. sense?
3: No, it doesn't make sense, Jordan, because I'm San Diego State minus one. Wow. Uh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> I feel great now. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> you I hope so. You Listen, you, you're hearing it from this podcast. If you're listening um, tomorrow, if San Diego State wins, I am talking my shit next week
1: it would be your first team that's ever beaten one of mine oh, oh. man jordan's
3: got so many comments oh, 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 oh okay yeah i we're gonna fuck this is a lock san diego state <laughs> minus one i don't know what he's talking about fresno state does not play defense they gave up 500 yards last week against fucking nevada i get it carson strong's a very good quarterback however fresno state has the ability to give up a lot of points san diego state I will agree. Does not score a ton of points, but Fresno the
1: State's played two Power Five teams, beaten one of them. One of them being Oregon, which went into the Horseshoe and won. They gave up less than 340 yards total offense.
3: Okay, that was also two months ago. That's Where still what is same that team, done, boss? Defense plays. Well, we'll find out. I think that San Diego State controls the ball. I think that they force a couple of turnovers on Horner, and I think they win this in a low-scoring San Diego State fashion game.
0: Okay. Well, This is in in
3: San Diego State as well, right, in the new stadium? This is at San Diego State. Yes. Yes.
0: Pick the home Um, team. Jumping me in the gun, so we're skipping you now, bitch. Um, But I'm going back to the Pac-12, and I'm going back to Arizona State. I'm going to jump on Arizona State minus 16 at home against Washington State. Washington State coming off a shocking win after losing their head coach. However, I think Arizona State takes care of business against a very bad Washington State team at home, and I'm going to hopefully be able to become at peace with Sparky again. Up to JP.
1: Yep, we're going to the land of the Big Ten. Can anybody guess where I'm going?
3: Probably Michigan State, Michigan.
1: Yep, great job. Schaefer, these two teams combined are 11-1 and 2-ATS, Michigan being 6-1, Michigan State being 5-0 and 2. Both are 7-0. Here's the kicker. Michigan's traveling to East Lansing to play Michigan state. Michigan state has owned this rivalry in the last like 10 years or so. Michigan state beat Michigan last year in the big house. This is a different Michigan state team than last year uh, that Mel Tucker brought in. This team is solid. They have the best running back. I understand uh, with Chardonnay and all these guys at Michigan. um, They're not Chardonnay. What's it? Anyway, two good backs at Michigan, Michigan state, has Kenneth Walker, that's all they need. I don't, I don't really think I'm that worried about uh, Michigan throwing the ball all over Michigan State's defense. It's kind of a little more of a weakness on that side of things. But if we're being honest, can McNamara throw the ball? The answer is no. So I don't think it is crazy to say that Michigan State can stop the run offense of Michigan. I think plus four is too many. I want plus four, sprinkle money line. Michigan State at home in East Lansing to win this game or stay within a field goal.
3: Isn't Harbaugh, like, Owen oh, and fucking 15 against Bad.
0: the top didn't, 10 teams? Didn't McManera – didn't he, like, lead the country and completed passes without an interception, like leading up to Nebraska? He doesn't throw – he's not going to blow you away. They don't kick big plays. I think Peyton Thorne and
1: Michigan State can get – throw the ball downfield a lot better. I just think they're, a, they're short, intermediate passing games,
0: what Michigan does. And even at that, it's not impressive what they do. It's not like they're hitting – no, you know, I think you're. I think you're spot on. Because now thinking back to it, when they played Nebraska, it was a lot of dump off passes. It's almost like a Tom Brady system where it's like four completions. So I understand that. Okay, We're you playing that's a, a similar game.
1: opponent as a similar opponent in both of them. You could argue that they both should have lost to Nebraska. That's something to tell. So you don't really get much out of that. I just think home team and four points is too many in this spot.
0: I don't. I don't even know if it's an argument. They both should have. Fuck me. Um, now I'm stressed. Okay. Let's go down to Shafe for another play.
3: I'm going to go oh, – let's see. Oh, okay, i got two more picks left. I'm going to go uh, possibly a future destination for college game day next week. I'm going to take the UTEP minors on the road plus 11 against Florida Atlantic.
1: Um, I haven't played UTEP since week zero, I believe. Played uh, New Mexico and New Mexico State I, was the last time I played them.
3: Yeah, they played New Mexico. Yeah. I'll say I don't think so either. They've been kind of going under the radar, but – um, thanks to our friends at, you know, the Stanford, Stephen, the bear podcast. There is some.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Stephen, the bear people shit on them. they are boys. They are boys, so but they're terrible. They're fucking They're all No, that's fine. We, everybody struggles. Shafer. You remember where we're coming from right now? All right. Let's relax.
3: <laughs> we as a group, a unit. Nope. You two have never had a bad week. I've just, I have, what do you mean? I was before you, no, got had really had bad weeks. I was cold. No, anyway, bad weeks, but you take the shit. I just, okay. I mean, anyways, I'm going to go back pity party, pity party, to referring, referring to the podcast. Uh, Bear mentioned that it is a possibility that UTEP could host College game day, all depending on this game. Uh, you definitely would be lying if they didn't know about this news. They know what's at stake with this win on the road. 11 points is a ton. I don't think Florida, Atlantic is very good. And Nikoski Perry is the quarterback for Florida Atlantic. He's been sacked 17 times this year. I think that, uteps they're pretty overrated for being 5-1, and one, but defensively, they're very solid. They're averaging 19 points, giving up, and 13th in the country, only giving up 94 yards per game on the ground. I think that this team is going to – I think it's going to be a low-scoring game in general. I don't think UTEP's going to blow them out or score a bunch of points. However, they have the best athlete on the field. And Jacob Cowing at receiver, he's averaging 110 yards per play. So – you got a guy, a receiver who can make big plays. They got a solid defense who can get to the quarterback on the other side. I'm not saying they're going to win, but double digits with a lot to play for on the road against Florida Atlantic just seems too much to me. So that's going to be my play.
0: Good. Okay. I'm going to jump to another big 10 play. I'm going to take Ohio state in two different ways. I'm going to take a minus 10 in the first half and I'm going to take a minus 18 and a half in the game. And here's why CJ Stroud is kind of, found his role in that offensive scheme and how they work. Their offensive weapons are overpowering more than any play team that Penn state has played all year. You're looking at Jackson Smith, the Jigba and Chris Olave. I think they're going to have a day. Um, I think Ohio state's covered this easy. I think Ohio state has been debatably the most dominant team under the radar in the last five weeks. They kind of fell off after the Oregon loss and hasn't been in the national spotlight. Really last week you got a taste of it when they played indiana in a night game you saw how that went i think this goes in a similar fashion at home against a penn state team that is kind of still on the ropes especially after james franklin's comments this week okay i i am out of plays other than the play of the week but i i have three games that i
1: just i really want to just pull the trigger on with just gut reactions this is no like there's no reason this should be this way but i just can't do it um let me know your thoughts, both of you. Boise State minus two and a half at Colorado State. Now, I understand why this line is where it is because Boise State hasn't looked great. But they've battled and played I, really good teams. This and is, they lost th- some games they hadn't.
3: Well, this is the thing. This is the way my betting season has been going in college football. The one fucking time I touched Colorado State. Think about that team. Colorado State lost to Vanderbilt. To Vanderbilt. And they've been playing really good football basically – since that Iowa game they, they held their own against Iowa they had good wins against um god I can't remember they should have won last week against Utah State they've had wins against New Mexico
1: San Jose um, San State, Jose
3: State. Yep. Toledo. and yes Toledo that's another team they, they lost me that parlay in Toledo they've been playing really good football so I think that Boise's just kind of struggled this season I just don't
0: Lost. I just can't I can't feel comfortable laying money with Boise. Like the way they performed, like even when they get up, their first if they was betting on Boise the first drive of the game, I would take it every time. Mm-hmm. But the way they finish ball games, it's so hard to be like I can lay money with it. They just can't. They just really the
1: can't. They can't run the ball. They can't run the ball. In Colorado State plays good defense. I just still think Boise State's a better team, but I don't know what it is. I just don't think Bachmeyer can carry the whole thing on his back by himself. So, yeah. I, I don't know. That's an interesting one. And I, do you guys have more plays before I go to the other two that I was looking at? I have, I have one more before play the week. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I have
0: one more as well. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Chafe.
3: Go ahead. I'm going to go to the ACC. Uh, I don't feel like i bet the ACC a whole lot this season, just thinking about it. But I'm going to take Wake Forest, uh, minus 16 against Duke. Wake's defense hasn't been good in their last three games. I think they've given up 30-something points against Louisville, Syracuse, and Army. However – I don't – Syracuse especially has earned my respect a little bit more this year. They can run the ball. They got a really good running back. Louisville's got Malik Cunningham. And Army's not a bad team. They're a solid team who can run the ball as well. So I don't think Wake Forest defense is that bad. Their first four games they didn't give up more than 17 points. So against bad teams, they beat Virginia, Florida State, Norfolk State, and Old Dominion where they held them to low scoring. So they finally get back on track. They're going to play a true terrible team in Duke who lost 48 to nothing last week to Virginia. So I think that Wake can just do all sorts of things to this defense. They can run, they can pass. They're averaging this 170 yards running, and we already know what Sam Hartman can do. So I think Wake Forest is finally going to get back on track, and they're still hot, but I think they're actually going to get a dominant win that they've been looking for these last four weeks.
0: I'm staying in the ACC. I'm going to bounce off a team that you just mentioned is very bad these guys don't like this pick, but I really do. Um, Florida State is going on the road at Clemson. I'm taking Clemson minus nine and a half because I think Clemson's going to finally get a little bit of performance and I'm basically basically making this pick off of who's going to have the better athletes on the field. It's Clemson. Their dynasty is up. They're having a really, really bad year and it's been a bad football team to watch. However, at home against a really, really bad Florida State team, I think they take care of business and they kind of make a a somewhat comeback statement a little bit. It's not going to be enough. This isn't going to be the team that you're you're seeing in the college football playoff, but I really do think that they do cover 10 points at home against this bad of a Florida State team. JP? Yeah, another game. This is one that America is probably going to be all
1: over, um, and they're just going to look at the records. They're going to look at the teams after what's happened and just be like, okay, well, that's a stupid line. Kentucky at Mississippi State. Kentucky is minus one or might even be plus one at this point in time. Traveling to Starkville to play the Bulldogs. Here's the thing like, coming off a bye week after a Georgia game, Kentucky, I feel like, is still going to be solid. They still play really good defense. Mississippi State plays good defense as well, though. So, but this is a spot where you could kind of see maybe Kentucky lose a game they shouldn't. And I, just the pass defense is not very good for Kentucky. Like, and that's what Mississippi State does. So, that is where that I, I'm just too. I'm not going to play it, but this is one where
0: um, I would like to talk about that game as well. I got scared of that as well. I looked at the line and I obviously, I've been kind of high on Kentucky, especially with the offensive weapons they added that we've talked about all year. But this line is scary. One, it's at Mississippi State. It's not an easy place to play. Starkville's Mm -hmm. a shithole, I heard, but it is a tough place to play a college football game. And we really haven't seen that Kentucky blow up or normal letdown that that program is used to besides from the Georgia game, which Georgia is so dominant. Um, but I really don't like that line. I, I think there's a strong possibility Mississippi State could win that game. Um, I would say it's probably 60-40, and it just keeps me away from the game. Schaefer.
3: Yeah, I don't really have any more picks. Uh, lean that I'm looking for is
0: – Schaefer, we were <laughs> asking your opinion on the Mississippi State-Kentucky game.
3: Oh, well, I don't have any opinion on that, then. <laughs> I don't know. It was on I his phone. No, no I wasn't on my man. phone. I was spacing out. Um, no, no I think that it's a trap game. I don't know. It's our our friends, our, our friends at Brandon Walker and Barstool, he came out and said Fuck that, he, that. I just got gets, on block, by the way. He feels very, very confident that Mississippi State's going to win this football game. I mean, I've I've seen this time and time again. I've I've bet teams that shouldn't lose this game and they do, and I bet teams that shouldn't lose this game and they've won. So. This is a bad spot for Kentucky. I think this would be a bad loss for them, but wouldn't surprise me, especially the way this year's been going. So I don't yeah, really. It have wouldn't any,
1: surprise me either.
3: I don't have any input about it. It's just, it's just the way it All is. All right,
1: then go to the other game you were talking about or wanting to talk about.
3: Uh, yeah, lean the Jayhawks. Lean, lean. the Jayhawks at Kansas. Um, thirty and a half points is just a lot. Uh, you got a guy in Jason Bean who's been one of the more productive quarterbacks in Kansas history. I know that's not saying much, but they really haven't had a guy who is who at under center. That's as big of an athlete as uh Bean is they're playing for Lance. They look like they actually give a shit. They're not rolling over. I know it's a little biased because of just last week. Um, however, Oklahoma state has, has, they have a really good defense, but I don't think that they can put up a whole lot of points and, I think Spencer Sanders and the way they play and the way they run the ball is just like a control of the game, don't put up a ton of points, kind of just win in that sort of fashion. So that's kind of how I see them winning this game. But at the same time, I think Jason Bean can go and get, fuck, 10, 14 points, maybe 17 points and keep this within 30, 30 points. So
1: the what's keeping you from laying it? Uh, the fact
3: that it's fucking Kansas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, no, that is a
3: fair point. That last week was the first time they covered all year, so that's kind of why I'm hesitant.
0: No, that's a very fair point. Um, I feel like even when we talked about it earlier for a little bit, and I'm not going to mention why, um, my immediate thought is if they don't cover, we look like complete asshole idiots for even saying the pick. Mm-hmm. So it's such a scary pick to be like, yeah, I laid money with Kansas. Mm-hmm. And then them not covering it and be like, wow, I'm really surprised that they didn't cover the football game. <laughs> so I feel like it's we're one of those teams that it's a lose-lose situation. So fuck that. But if you do lay it, I will support you. That'd be great if Kansas did fucking get a win. Yeah, on road, we'll, we'll,
3: see, we'll see how dangerous Ooh. I'm feeling Saturday. Right.
0: We'll see. If I win
1: an early game.
3: Yeah, maybe this, if I can win a fucking noon game. For this one. is
1: where I'm going with my play. Six o'clock in Auburn, Alabama. Alabama, or uh, wow, woof. Okay, reset. Here you go. Uh, Ole Miss travels to Auburn. We watched Bo Nix play two weeks ago at Arkansas. He looks good. He's had a really good last couple of weeks. Minus three against Ole Miss. I think this is a spot where they can catch Ole Miss and just kind of bully them in a couple of spots. Mississippi's defense is not very good, man. I mean, they rank outside the top 100 in uh, yards given up per game. Auburn puts up over almost 450 yards per game. I think the bounce attack with Bo Nix and an Auburn offense will be enough and a decent Auburn defense versus a really good Mississippi offense. I, think, I just think that's a spot where Auburn could win a game. So I think if I'm feeling good through the first couple of picks on Saturday, I'd go to Auburn there. Or throw well, them in a parlay, a Moneyline parlay, because there's other ones I like, and just play that way.
3: I almost considered the over in that game because of how efficient Nix has been playing. He's actually like – I think he has the best completion percentage in October or something I saw. Um, and the way Corral and this offense can go for Mississippi and like you talked about how bad they are on defense, it just seems like a recipe for a lot of points. I think the over's at like 66 or something, which seems a lot, but I mean – it's the SEC and it's Ole Miss, so not really.
0: A line that scares me that I do want to talk about, ULM is getting 27 on the road at App State. I think this is basically just coming off of App State coming off a massive win against Coastal. You, you look at this game, and Lisa Monroe is doing the same thing. They beat South Alabama at home, a game where they were 14-point underdogs. I just don't know if it's enough to lay points with that team just because App State's just as high as they are. And I can't really – I don't know enough about either team to make the pick, but if I were to go one way, I guess I'd go South, uh, Louisiana Monroe because that was the team that I was riding with last week that I should have rode with, but I jumped off of it. But I jumped on another winner, so we're good. Thoughts?
3: Speaking of, of Sunbelt sun belt teams, I'm, I'm currently peeking at the Coastal Troy game and it sounds like or it looks like that everybody's hopped off the coastal bandwagon because there is not a fucking person at that game (laughs) holy shit it's like a ucla usc game there is nobody there the chadwell coastal
0: has to lead the country in weekday games by a by a bundle (laughs) i mean how many times have we seen this team playing on a tuesday thursday or friday
3: it's the only time anybody wants to put them on fucking espn
0: that's okay that's also fair (laughs) All right. Well, that wraps up college football picks. There's a lot of winners in there. We gave you a shit ton of picks. We're going to put out cards this week. We've been bad about it. One, we were traveling to Arkansas. We were trying to get content there. Last week, I don't know. I don't have an excuse for it. Hey, what are you guys going for Halloween? Um, I'm going to go as, if you're familiar with the Netflix show, you, I'm going as the couple with my girlfriend. What are you going as, Schaefer?
3: Uh Superman himself, Mister Matt Campbell. Wow, what a clown! <laughs> Everybody's like everybody on the podcast is for everybody listening to this. Fucking rolling their eyes, They're like this kid's yeah. such, oh, this What kid's a such bum! Such a duel. This kid's such a duel. Well, yeah, whatever. Got a yeah. I don't know,
0: JP. Don't know. What are you know. going at?
1: You ever seen the uh, the show Yellowstone? Probably uh, not. Jesus, yeah. Oh, you have. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, who Casey Dutton is.
3: I don't, I don't know, I don't know the okay, characters because well, I am to We're going a as episodes, Casey but... and
1: Monica Dutton.
3: Oh Christ! You guys going uh, downtown Rochester. No, we're going back to DSM. Oh geez, that's popping. I should go to D. I should go to. I have a
0: joke back. that should be coming out of Jordan's mouth, but it's not, and I can't say anything either because I could do the same thing. But you should have your girlfriend dress up as a sihawk trophy, and you can just chase her. <laughs> and you guys can just run through downtown. See, I can make the same joke, but I just thought it had to be said. Is that me? Are you talking to me? Uh, I don't think JP's chasing her. You no, know, he's <laughs> just running to me, baby.
3: He's running to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've done the trophy thing one time, though. We, we were uh, at a very Patrick Kane and standing cup one time. I have
3: a very inappropriate joke that I'll tell you guys after the podcast. I'm not saying it on the podcast right now.
0: Okay. Canceled. It's a kid show. It's a kid show. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to uh, let's go to the NFL. Does anybody have any NFL plays prepared, or have they even looked at the NFL? Leans. Last week was the most boring week of Sunday football in a long time. I just got leans. To be honest, all right, with you. give me a lean, JP. You I'm ready to do my? I'm going to do my scroll and pick. It worked last week on Green Bay five right. and a half first half. Cincinnati
1: minus ten and a half versus the New York Jets. I think. That is just a team playing really well in Cincinnati and a team that is not very good in the Jets. They just signed um, Flacco, correct? And I just I just don't think it's a good football team and one's rolling. So I'll take the Bengals. I, sh- I like the Bengals last week. I'll like them again this week. That's a lean for me. Um, and I would also lean uh, with, excuse me, Atlanta. I think again, Atlanta minus three, Carolina is just not playing good football right now. They just have a lot of injuries. Benching guys, it's it's kind of a mess right there in Carolina after a good start. So that's my two leans right off just right off the, you know,
0: the yip. Off the boogie. Okay, Schaefer, do you have any NFL plays? One with the bigger two
3: Uh no, not not really in particular. The outside of the basic picks I like Oh the, I
1: like Dallas too. Yeah, uh, I was just
3: gonna say that's another basic pick. Yeah, I was gonna say gonna Dallas. Nice. Uh Atlanta's a good pick. Cincinnati's a good pick. Um, Buffalo, <laughs> minus is a ton, but I've seen a lot of big spreads being covered in the NFL recently. There's just been a lot of blowouts, and I think that's why some of these games have been terrible or been boring. And I think Buffalo can blow out Miami at home uh, this week. Miami is just – they're so bad. They are, are – Just no bueno. Are, they're probably the worst team in the NFL, I think. That,
0: Put me on a big spread as well, mate. Put me on a big spread Indeed. as well. My play I'm going to have is LA minus 14 and a half on the road at Houston. Houston is brutal. LA is a team that has won games all year that people thought they shouldn't. I think they keep it rolling, and I think they win the game big in a dog shit team in the Houston Texans. So there's your NFL talk. Um, let's jump to hockey. Hockey is hockey, pretty hockey, pretty hockey. much in full swing. Um the Seattle Kraken did not cover at home. They yes, lost their I mean, opening game at home, which oh is well. that's a bad, bad look. It happens. Um, but there are games tonight and obviously tomorrow. We're not talking about my team, Just keep going. Vegas is a team I want to touch on. Jordan, your team's been on SportsCenter
3: a lot recently. Yeah, don't worry yeah. about it, all right. <laughs> what happened? They in games or what's going no, on? No, they haven't won a game yet, all right.
0: They oh, haven't man. led in
3: a hockey game.
1: Yes, they Actually, did. They
0: did last night. They were up 2 nothing last night. They did played, last night. They played 360 minutes of hockey without having a lead. Yeah. They were horrible. It's a good hockey team right there. Horrible morally and horribly on the ice. Hey man, okay. don't
3: don't call. There's a there's a lot of there's, there's more than one bad apple. <laughs> I, I
0: couldn't figure out how I
1: wanted to phrase that. There's the only one bad apple, right but it now, ain't. Right? Don't, you know, don't kill the group because a couple of bad or a couple dipshits and terrible people are right.
0: Um, okay, I want to talk about Vegas really quick. Oh, that over five and a is half tomorrow. Hurt, hurt. I mean, they lost Mark Stone. They almost lost William Carlson last night. However, they did beat the Stars in the worst fashion I've ever seen a game go. All I ask from the Stars all the time is to put the puck on the net more often and not get beaten shots by 20. They do that. They led in shots in that game at one to point, 24-3, and they lost 3-2 to in overtime. And that's just how hockey is. If you run into a hot goalie or if he makes big saves at the end, That's just how the game rolls. Vegas is three and four, and they should have been probably – they should be one and six. They beat Colorado on the road the night before they came to Dallas. They didn't even stay overnight in Colorado. They traveled overnight and played, and they still win. This Vegas team are fighters. They still have a really, really good defenseman, Alex Petrangelo. So I think there is potential this team could turn around if they get some guys healthy. But right now they're down. However, I don't think they're out, and Anaheim is worse. So, I do like that pick of over five and a half, JP. I do think there's going to be a bunch of goals scored, and I think they win the game. So, I, I don't I think five and a half is a bad play.
1: Uh, five and a half, Chicago, Carolina, I think, over under Saturday, Friday night. As you're listening, would it be Friday night. Um, I don't know exactly what the line is. I don't know if that's on Viget quite yet, but Washington minus one and a half against Arizona. Arizona also a winless team. Washington's been playing really good hockey. Uh, their money lines obviously juiced to 278, but I just I think they can win that game by two goals. I also think that you could s- see a situation that's over six in that one. Um, I'll go to so was- Saturday.
0: Stars minus one and a half on Friday as well at home against Ottawa stars going off a tough loss. Like I just talked about, however, they are playing better hockey. And once they piece it together, they're going to blow a team out like five to nothing. So I think that could be tomorrow against a bad Ottawa team. That's struggling. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Uh, Watch out for a Minnesota at
1: Colorado. This is Saturday night, 9 PM. Eastern Minnesota going to Colorado. There's no lines out on that one quite yet, I don't believe. Oh, never mind. They just have money lines right now. Minnesota plus 138. They are scoring a lot of goals, ranking in the top 10 in the NHL, and they're getting a lot of shots on net. Two things that Colorado gives a ton up of, and I think the defense of Minnesota is going to be good enough to hold Colorado here. I like the money line on Saturday. Over Minnesota. six and a half, also and a good Colorado's
0: point. puck line is
1: plus 150. Yeah, we're going to take Minnesota money line at minus or plus 138 is what I'm seeing right now.
0: Okay. Opening. That's that's not a terrible play. Um, I think a really good play here. Um, You got to look at how their goaltenders have been playing and where the, the, the franchise they're at. St. Louis minus 170 on the money line, throw a fucking bundle on it when they play Chicago on Saturday. I understand 170 is not the greatest value, but you're. I mean, it's almost. It's about as close to a hockey lock as you can get, just where these franchises are at. St. Louis is five and zero. Chicago's is zero and five. St. Louis goaltenders have been playing out of their mind. This team is absolutely rolling, and that Enterprise Center is a tough place to play. So look for a lot of goals and over six and a half. Six and a half might be too much. Um, however, I do think St. Louis minus 175 on the money line is an absolute lock, and possibly plus 135 on the puck line that night. I got two more um,
1: non-NHL things. So if you want me to drop a couple futures on everybody.
0: Okay. I think we're jumping where he's leading is back to college football. And we're going to talk about some Heisman odds. So JP, what do you have for us Heisman odd wise, future wise that could change week to week? What do you got?
1: Correct. Now I think this is just a spot. i heard this a couple places and I was like, okay, that makes more sense now that I'm listening and kind of looking at it. With teams getting ready to play bigger and bigger games, if they play well, their numbers will drop. So your best price you'd get them at is right now. Now, this isn't going to be the top. I don't, I'm not going to play Bryce Young. I'm not going to play Matt Corral. I'm not going to play any of those guys just because I don't think Matt Corral is going to win it. I don't. Th- I think Bryce Young could. I'm just not fully in on that one because um, I think they could lose another game in a two loss Alabama maybe or a three. I mean. Not a three loss, or maybe a three loss. It's been a weird year. Anyway, I think a two-loss Alabama, maybe not sending Bryce Young to New York for that ceremony. Two, The two guys I'm looking at right now are um, on the same team now. C.J. Stroud, plus 450 to win the Heisman, playing really good football right now. Ohio State playing really good football right now. If they continue to score and his numbers continue to grow, that'll be a very good one. So plus 450. 10 will get you 45 on that one. Now his teammate who's already setting records at Ohio state in the backfield Travion Henderson plus 2,500 plus 2,500, because he's a running back. He's a freshman. There's a couple things against him here, but if he plays really good and starts setting records for Ohio state in the running game, I think that's a great price to just give it a half unit play. For example, if I were to put $5 on it, I'd win 140. So I just think that price is worth a little half unit play. Um, And I just think it's a good time to try that out after kind of hearing some things and haven't put any Heisman votes or bets in. And I just think it's a good week to try to give that a little spin. So that's two that I would recommend.
0: Okay, well, I think that wraps absolutely everything. We touched on the NFL, we touched on the NHL and of course, college football. College football is coming to the point where we're going to start seeing some real teams identities. You're going to have bigger games later in this conference year. I know there's a lot in the Big Ten, there's a few left in the Big 12 that are yet to be decided, and the SEC is always up for grabs. However, we did forget to mention one thing, and that is the play of the week. The play of the week is in. We are back. It jumped on to the winning wagon again last week. Pretty much as close as you can get to a lock with Texas A&M. They didn't even let South Carolina score. 19 and a half was a breeze. So let's do it again. And the play of the week is in, and we like Georgia to cover 14 14- in a neutral site game against Florida. I just think this Georgia team's absolutely dominant. And I think you kind of saw how Florida competed with Alabama earlier in the year, but you also have Tennessee competing with Alabama for a good three quarters. So I think this Georgia team is just kind of on a different level this year. It's the only team that separated itself. And I feel comfortable laying the 14 with them in a neutral site game against a decent SEC opponent. Everybody else has something to say.
3: I don't know. It's it's just a, it's a big game, big rivalry game, the biggest spread it's been in its rivalry history. Uh, I think that Georgia can throw a bunch of different things at you. I don't know. I thought I've heard some things about Daniels might even play. Um, either way, I think Daniels or Bennett could give this defense in Florida problems as they gave up a ton of points to LSU, who couldn't run the ball originally, but before they played Florida, they ran all over them. So Florida's down bad, <laughs> so to say, and I think that JP talked about coaches' firings as uh, what's popping right now. And I think that and Mullen Florida's down bad. Yeah. And I think Mullen is the next one to come for getting fired. So
0: I love it. Okay. JP, your reasons.
1: Yeah. If, if Florida's going to give up ground game to Georgia, it's just going to open up the pass game. And if they can't stop Georgia from running the football, it's going to be a long day for Florida. They're going to do the two quarterback thing. Both coaches have been secretive about who's playing. Uh, Emory Jones or Anthony Richardson for Florida, they're going to probably see both. It's not going to matter. I just think with Emory Jones, if he gets majority of the snaps, the Florida, or the Florida offense is going to struggle a little more. Uh, Richardson brings a little more dynamic, the ability to run, the ability to open up plays in the playbook, uh, just with his pure athleticism. So I just think the Georgia defense is going to be enough to hold Florida lower. And I do think Georgia is going to be able to score in different fashions just with the running game. Um, and different play action things. So, I, I, I think the offense is getting better for Georgia, and I just think as neutral side as it is, as big game, as rivalry as it is, I, I just don't see this spot. Where, I mean, again, we
0: can always be wrong, but I just don't see it in this spot. Okay. There's your reasons. Obviously, play of the week has been pretty good. Um, it's 6-2. and Plan was 15-0, and 0, so we're still on track for a really good year with that. Um, it's been fun. So, let's keep riding this damn thing out. Okay, that wraps everything up. College football, NHL, NFL. It's been another great episode. 40 into this damn thing. We love you guys if you're listening. We're going to keep this thing rolling until it blows up. Tell your friends about it because we just want followers. We're not here for anything other than just give you our information, and we enjoy it. So we appreciate you joining us. JP, um, what do you think should play us out? Maybe a little John Denver if you're picking up what I'm putting down? No, I'm thinking jump around. No. no. yeah. Why do we get
1: a shit on me all the time? I get a no, on. Are
0: you just, fucking
3: kidding me? Why do we get you shit did. on me all the time? Wait, what are you fucking talking about? Have <laughs> you, you, been you been you, here the last hour? You Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? You're a clown.
2: <laughs>
1: you're listen, a clown. Listen, you clown. played Middle when I went and played. Uh, <laughs> Penn State and then we've done Let me no. begin. <laughs> hey Schaefer, I'm gonna I'll, I'll I'll say a song here and it's something that if you start winning you might become, all right? Oh here we Rich go. Rich girl Gwen Stefani. Bang. <laughs> play it. Our pocketbooks be fat after
0: this weekend. <laughs> all right, let's go. Okay, I love it. All right, all right great, great, Gwen you. Joining us. It's been a great episode. Forty into it, forty more to come. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time. go so close.